You put your all into delivering quality and value on time. And when your customer doesn't pay, it doesn't just hurt your feelings. It hurts your business. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect overdue receivables fast and treat your customers with respect. Go to MetCredit.com to get started. MetCredit, we get it. This is Overdue Advice, the podcast about how and why debt collection works for your business. Brought to you by MetCredit. Everybody pay up. Welcome to Overdue Advice. My name is Bryn Griffiths. MetCredit is a big believer in credit designations from the Credit Institute of Canada. And joining us on today's podcast is David Hopkins, a regular contributor to our podcast because he's the Vice President of Business Development at MedCredit. He's also a graduate of the CIC and knows exactly how helpful it is to get your designation. So let's get rolling. David, I see you absolutely everywhere. There's pictures of you everywhere. You just, uh, you want to talk about uh, being seen all across the country. But today we're focusing on designations, CIC designations. I will ask the obvious question because... This is why I have you on the podcast. What exactly is that? Okay, so it's CCP. Okay. Okay, it's Certified Credit Professional. Ah. Yeah, the Certified Credit Professional. This is something that the Credit Institute of Canada puts out, of which I'm on the board of directors for. Um, I've been with the the Credit Institute for 22 years. Okay. And what the Credit Institute does um, is the only organization in Canada which grants official designations in credit and credit management field. There is nobody else. It's just us, just the credit institute. So it's kind of special. So, and this is uh, made up of about uh, eight core, eight separate courses that could be taken over a period of time. And, and a lot of our students, of course, are usually ones that are already in the work workforce. They've okay. graduated from university. They may have their undergraduate degree and they migrate into um, what we call a credit manager's position. Most companies have credit managers. And what they do is they, they're the one that grants credit to customers to buy their products and services. So very important. Very important. So um, years ago, and this dates back, you know, all the way back to 1928 when the Credit Institute first started, but no one has ever come up with a, a designation. There's designations for accountants, which is CPAs. There are designations for lawyers. There's de- designations for everybody. But there was never a designation for someone who would be an expert or a specialist in the credit management field. So Credit Institute came up with this. Now it's rolling. We've been around since, like I said, 1928. We have uh, over... Uh, probably 2,000 members across Canada. Every And we have courses that uh, are being taken by students, and they're in either the spring, the summer, or the, or the fall courses. And these courses are made up of a number of different things, such as um, fundamental, fundamentals in business, okay. credit management. We have Canadian credit law. We also have managing credit with information technology and talent management for credit professionals. Really what all this does is when it encompasses everything, uh, once you complete it all, taking all these courses, you get your certified credit professional designation. And now you're in a really good position. There you are sitting for the bank that you're working for, or perhaps a company like Finning or Wolseley or some other larger organization. Now you're in a position as a credit manager, you know exactly what you're doing. 
how you're going to grant your credit out to who. You know all the checks and balances. Make sure that you're not going to get um, yourself into a difficult situation. And you'll be helping your company reach its goals. How long does it take to get all of this? Four years. Okay. Yeah. And that's working full time. All right. Yeah. If you're working full time, probably if, uh, would take four years to complete all the courses. So could you hold down a job and do that at the same time? Absolutely. So you could do this part time. Yeah. I, I hate using the term part time, but yeah. maybe when you had some spare time, that kind of thing. Yeah. So you need, it, it really does show a level of commitment by the individual because mm -hmm. you're not going to spend four years getting a designation if you don't really want to do it. Very true. Very true. I would think probably maybe 10 to 12, 15 hours a week. Okay. Out of a seven day week, not five day, you could get through these courses uh, very well. I have to ask the other question. Can you speed up that process or can you slow it down or is it four years? No, it would, it's hard to speed it up because there's a lot of, uh, a lot of material that you need to learn, okay. a lot of material you need to go through. So you, yeah, speeding it up is not going to be an advantage to anyone. It's similar to taking a four-year course at university. Uh, you know, the depth can be just the same. And so speeding it up is not going to be, it's not going to help you at all. How valuable is this to the individual once they get it? Very valuable because now you have a designation after your name, people recognize it, companies recognize it. When you go in and apply for a job uh, within their uh, credit department, right away you're going to be, your name is probably going to come to the top of the list. Your resume, your curriculum vitae is going to come to the top of the list, which is great. And there you are. And it says, oh, you're a, you're a certified credit professional. And of course, then you'll get into a, di a discussion as to what that encompasses and how it's going to help your new employer. Well, I was just going to say, how does this help the employee as well getting in that door? And does it mean, I hate to say it, more cash for that person because you're more valuable? That's exactly correct. Okay. Yeah, it's going to get you in the door quicker. It's also probably going to earn you. And on, I never like to say this for sure, yeah. but in most cases we've uh, experienced that the amount of pay that you're going to get is going to be greater. So the other thing is the training aspect of it. Uh, what kind of person would want to take these uh, designations, this course? That's a very good question, Bryn. And I actually, I'm glad you brought it up because okay. we do get this every once in a while. We have a number of students that are taking our courses. They've been in the workforce for probably five, six, eight years working for a company. They've somehow got involved with the credit and the collections department of that company. And they realize there's a lot more that they need to know if they want to move up the ladder. When you research it and find out what it is you need to do and where you can get that training, the Credit Institute of Canada is the only answer. Now, you're a grad of this program, right? Yeah, well, I'm, a, yeah, I'm an ACI is my designation. Okay. all right. I don't want to say how long ago was that, but how much has it changed since, since that happened for you? Um, when I got involved with the Credit Institute back in 2001, so a few years, there were uh, a number of a number of courses that I did look at at the time, but for me to take a certified credit professional course didn't really make much sense because I'm not in the credit granting business. Right. I mean, collections, as you know, mm -hmm. met credit. So we don't have to grant credit. We collect it. And as a result, none of the courses would have really pertained to me. But there is something called the ACI, which means that now you become, there's a number of things you need to do. There's a number of hoops that you have to jump through. 
uh, a number of um, other criteria that you have to meet to in order to get your ACI designation. I met all that. It took me a couple of years to do it, uh, and now I've, I've now I can proudly uh, display the ACI after my name. So often we hear from employees at companies that they've gone, they think as far as they possibly could, right? Where they, they didn't know if they could take it up a notch or they could uh, achieve to another level. This designation has got to help them. It certainly does. I mean, I've run into a number of accountants who have uh, been doing some accounting work, some book work, bookkeeping work right. for companies. And, and they're looking at it and they're going, well, maybe I, I need to take the next level because I don't have my CPA, which was, you know, CMA, CGA, you know, um, CA in, in past, past years. So they look at something like that and they go, yeah, I need to get my designation. The same thing happens with the credit institute. They're in that particular field. They're working in the credit department. Uh, they're working in the collections department and they need to know what else what else can i do where where can i go to get the information that i need where is it that i can find out how to how to perhaps do a better job at what i'm doing right now and also to climb the ladder that's a big one for a lot of people absolutely they just don't want to they just don't want to settle i guess is the thing how often have you heard that i hear it all the time yeah all the time and you get stuck in a niche and you're working for a company and you're sitting there, same desk, you're coming in every same day, day yeah. in and day out. And you're going, gosh, there must be something else that I can do. And there always is. doesn't matter what you do, Bryn. Any other line of work that you're in, there's always another level that you can get to. And it opens up a vast array of opportunities. The single biggest cause of bad debt write-offs is procrastination. With every day you wait, the chances of ever getting paid go down. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect business receivables fast. And if we don't succeed, you don't pay. Go to MetCredit.com and stop waiting for money you deserve. MetCredit, we get it. MetCredit's involvement, and I'm guessing it's two big thumbs up from the organization towards these designations. Absolutely, yeah. MetCredit, and the reason MetCredit, of course, has been a, a major sponsor of the Credit Institute of Canada for a number of years is because that, you know, a good percentage of those certified credit professionals are credit managers and they're clients of MetCredit's. Right. Because, of course, they're the ones that decide where their collection or their AR problems are going to go. But in saying that, we also find that the Credit Institute of Canada has been a wonderful vehicle for us, for other um, organizations as well, and some of the things that we do when we sponsor events that they do. And so far, I mean, and ever since I've been involved with it, it's been a, a great vehicle for us. Is this area with the designations growing? Are you noticing it's more and more and more every year? Yes, as a matter of fact, I just attended a number of graduations across Canada. I did, I was in, in uh, for the Manitoba chapter. And by the way, we do have 13 chapters across the Canada. So each city pretty much has their own chapter for the Credit Institute. And I was asked to come and speak because I'm vice president of the national board. And they said, can you come in and speak and congratulate the graduates? And I said, absolutely, I'll be there. So I got to go and, and meet with the students and meet with some of the members and, and ask them some of the questions that you're asking me today. Wow. Is it fun when you get a chance to talk to somebody who's gone through this for four years and they're just so excited and you, you, you don't want to dampen anybody's enthusiasm, you want to throw fuel on it, right? That's very, very true. And, and the, the biggest feedback I get is that how, 
how um, how much they learned over the last three or four years. I mean, you could start out taking a, a few of our courses and get a credit specialist designation. That's really the first quarter or the first maybe three or four of the uh, of, of the courses you want to take to get to your CCP. But the credit specialists, and we have graduates that graduate from that every year, they come back and say, oh, Dave, I can hardly wait to, to continue on with the program and get my CCP. But also some of the students that I had conversations with, and they're just starting out, and perhaps they've only finished a year, and they're coming back and they're saying to me, I can't believe what I didn't know. I, I, it's just, it's, it's amazing. I had no idea. And now that I know this, and now that I know I can you know, increase my knowledge, uh, I can hardly wait to, to finish taking the rest of the courses. So out of the four years, is there one year that's a little tougher than the rest? I always say that no. <laughs> out of some courses... There are certain years or certain semesters where it really weeds the contenders from the pretenders. Is there such a thing with this? Well, there's no such thing as a tough course. Brent, come on. <laughs> there's no such thing as a tough year. It's, it's not really all about that. It's, it's uh, these people, these students who are taking these courses already know and have a really good idea of what the course entails, what the course subject matter is going to be about. So I don't, I don't think any of them are really surprised. Sometimes you'll get a comment back and forth and going, wow, I had no idea there was so much material in that course. But that's to be expected. This is, uh, you know, this is a, a big designation to get. So there, there's a lot of material there. But I don't believe that there is one year out of the four that's going to be tougher than the rest. And quite frankly, if you really want the designation, you really got to go hard after it. There's no easy way. I, there's no easy way to get, to get it, <laughs> right? And it, sometimes people are looking for the easy route. You know that. That's very very true. And you know, and some of that feedback we got from um, the certified general accountants when we went into a sort of a partnership with them back in 1999, because a lot of the work that we do is very similar to what the CPAs take in their courses. Theirs, of course, is, is much more difficult, much much more comprehensive because they're going to get their CPA designation. But we worked with the, um, with the CGAs because there was uh, the foundation levels of some of those CGA program was uh, built into our CCP program because you also need to know how to do accounting. You need to know how to, to uh, do the books, as it were. So um, ever since then, we've been doing that and it's been a great uh, a great experience and a great relationship for the Credit Institute. Is this fun for you? Because I know that you enjoy this whole thing. So, and, and I know how much you love meeting people. Uh, you are very good at the photo op. We've laughed about that. You, I mean, yeah. you are great at this. This has got to be fun for you watching and talking to these graduates. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's not only a lot of fun, but it's also very rewarding to know that the work we've done at the national board level and the national office to ensure that the course material that is, is going in the right direction. And it, and it certainly is. I mean, our enrollment is up every year. Yeah. And the students are all coming back to us at the graduation going, wow, this was amazing. I can, I can hardly wait. We've just brought, brought in something new. It's called an ECCP, which is an executive certified credit professional. So once you have your CCP, four or five years down the road and you've been working because there is a bit of a criteria in order to take it. You have to be in the credit business for, I think it's five or five or six or seven years. Then you're looking at yourself, you're knowing, oh, it's almost like a, an, after, an after degree, like a master's, a PhD. Now you can get your executive CCP and the, and the material in there is on another level, which is really great. And then, of course, again, move you up the corporate ladder. 
So if somebody wanted to do this, who would they talk to? How would they get started? Obviously, you got to get your feet wet first. <laughs> you right? Yeah, you certainly do. The best way, and I think that when I suggest uh, to other individuals that ask me that question, is to go to the Credit Institute of Canada's national webpage. That's the best way to do it. It talks about a number of different things, enrolling in classes, what the courses entail, how do you do it, how do you get there, and what you need to know. I know that it's different provincially from various provinces. Is this program standard right across the country? Everything is exactly the same? Is it If it was Nova Scotia or British Columbia or Ontario or Alberta, would it be exactly the same? Or is every province got a little weird nuance? Maybe something is a little different. The, the, the courses are pretty much general right across the country. But there are some jurisdictional issues that do come up. For example, bankruptcies, because we have a course and we talk about bankruptcies. We also talk about one in, in Canadian credit law. And, of course, that's all provincially run as well. So those sort of things will touch on each province and how they relate to the, to the credit field. So it's covered. Is there anything we are missing that we didn't talk about and you, you're thinking to yourself, man, we should touch on this or that, or we pretty much covered it? Um, no, not necessarily, because we've only really touched on the fact about getting a designation. But the Credit Institute of Canada offers many other things as well. We also have a knowledge center. So if you go online, once you become a member or a student, we have a knowledge center. You might be sitting there at your desk one day and going... <gasps> Somebody just asked me a question. I have no idea how to answer it. You can go to our Knowledge Center, and hopefully that will help you out. We also have a number of events that are going on throughout those 13 chapters across Canada. We have a national conference every two years. We just did one in Banff, which was great. MetCredit was a major sponsor. We had over three to four, no, almost 400 people attend this conference. Uh, and it talked about everything in credit, everything in collections, everything you needed to know. And we brought in specialists, for example, Howie Snyderman, a K a KC, uh, a, a, law, a lawyer with a with uh, a big law firm. I've always wanted to say this, friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show, <laughs> absolutely is. And so and so will Rhonda Fox Miles, who is uh, who has her own uh, bankruptcy, um, and she's a trustee. They were guest speakers, and uh, they were uh, and the credit. Uh, the credit specialists, the credit uh, certified credit professionals were all very interested in what they had to say about what was going on. We even had people speak to uh, about, um, you know, Service Alberta would come and speak on how to, uh, the cost of a credit disclosure and all kinds of things that you would never really think of. But this is why it's their credit conference and this is why it was so well attended. One of the secrets would be, at least in my eyes, I need to learn another 20 to 30% if I go to a conference, mm. sometimes people think they've heard it all. They know it all. But isn't it fun when you can watch people have an aha moment here, there, and everywhere? Always, always. And when you're sitting in a 45 to when a 45 minute to 60 minute seminar, yeah. we always say you can walk away with one or two things. And that's all we're really asking for. And that one or two things are something that probably you had no idea uh, how it really worked and how you could apply it to your job. Or even more importantly, those one or two ideas that you got, you may have had some, some, some workings that you've, you've already dealt in that, that industry, but now you've found out a way how to finish it off or put, as it were, put the cherry on top. Well, that's it for today's episode of Overdue Advice. A big thank you to David Hopkins for sharing his insight on today's podcast. Hey, it's easy to find us online. MetCredit is on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter, at MetCredit. You can also check out Brian Sommerfeld's blog. It's easy to find that, too. It's blog.medcredit.com. 
And don't forget, the website also includes numerous helpful tools and calculators to assess your business debt risk. We also want to hear from you, so subscribe, like, or leave us a review on this or any of our podcasts, and make sure you share this podcast with your friends or business associates. You can drop us a line at overdueadvice at metcredit.com. Overdue Advice, the podcast about cash flow strategies to grow your business. I'm Bryn Griffiths. You run a business, you're successful. You don't wait for things to happen. You make them happen. So why aren't you collecting what's owed to you? The longer you wait, the less chance you'll ever see a cent. So call Met Credit. We're your local debt recovery team, serving businesses of all sizes since 1973. And don't worry, we play nice. We're here to uphold your reputation and relationships. And speaking of nice, if we don't collect, you don't pay. Zero risk. Get to know us for when you need us at metcredit.com.